0: There's no annoying opening monologue this time. We're just going to talk about the Oscars.
1: Oh boy. Welcome to
0: Not Just
1: Any Book book Club. Off the books. Um, It's Oscar season. Uh, So we're going to talk about Oscars because we both really like movies.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that. You know, the movies have been kind of out trending the the book stuff on this little podcast. We're, We're trying to get back to reading. But, yes. you know, our second love, our first love, you know, in terms of being of having hobbies are kind of polyamorous it's like movies. And Pierce has been getting into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have also me, Justin, have been into this for a long time. But surprisingly, I've been into r- old movies my entire life up until kind of now where I've been watching more contemporary stuff. Thanks to Pierce encouraged me to watch, um, get caught up in the Oscar race. And yep. Now here
1: I am because the way that I started a few years ago, like two ish years ago was that i started following the oscar races um for all the all the different categories uh and that led to me watching stuff i might not have normally watched and then i just kept going even when the oscars were over so yeah um the oscars aren't perfect they obviously, are not but they are not perfect but they are the most prestigious award in the industry so they are worth discussing uh, Bradley Cooper has based his entire last like five years of his career on trying to get one so so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um you know it's 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 an important thing for the people in the in the industry so we treat it as such uh, even though hmm. obviously it has its own issues uh, representation Mm -hmm. and such um
0: they're getting there
1: yeah they are getting there which is good um but nonetheless there's a lot of categories and we were going to talk about the majority of them so (laughs) so um do you want to just jump in we're going to save best picture for last yeah um it's the largest category and also the penultimate, not penultimate the ultimate one um my favorite word (laughs) <laughs> so um so we'll 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 get to that last uh do you want to just go in the order on their site it would yeah we would start with the um, um the performances in yeah. that case
0: um before do you want to talk about the notable snubs and notable 2023 films like
1: yeah yeah we could talk yeah. about notable snubs first uh, i think the big one that on is on most people's minds definitely on twitter's mind is uh greta gerwig and margot robbie for barbie Mm -hmm. for sure um it's just honestly they were in two of the most competitive categories Uh, like yeah i could see an argument that they should be involved but i could also see an argument for greta lee in lead actress from past lives and also um celine song for past lives for director so neither of them got nominations so it's just a really competitive category i you know barbie got its flowers in other categories i don't have as much of a problem with it as other people clearly did Mm -hmm. uh but nonetheless it should be mentioned obviously because it's one Mm -hmm. of the most notable films of the year
0: yeah um notably that's not on here is saltburn because oh yeah
1: probably the most
0: popular movie on the internet this past year i would say for a while for a while i don't know why um quick thoughts about that is that it is good but really bad at the same time
1: yeah it has some really good qualities and then some also really bad qualities and then some qualities that like look good but are kind of shallow i don't um, want to use the p word but it's for just
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah don't
1: don't want to get yeah. too into that one because yeah. it's it's a very contentious some people
0: yeah
1: hate it more than we do some people love it a lot not to say I hate yeah. it necessarily. I thought it was okay, but um definitely yeah. definitely should be mentioned. Uh I think also one thing that should be mentioned is the Iron Claw. Uh actually, weirdly enough, not I didn't think going into it that it was going to be like that. But uh I mean, I could make an argument for it in a couple of categories. Um some people say best picture nomination. I could see it. I don't really think so. Um, I think actually, its best chance in the Oscars was a Best Actor nomination for Zac Efron, which was mm. not the category I thought I, I like. I thought it even had a shot in when I was walking into that movie. Uh, but you know, flowers to Zac Efron. I I do think he should have been nominated this year. Uh, I'd have to look at the list to say over who, but.
0: Well, I mean, that is our first category. Um, that is I don't true. Any, any, yeah, I don't have any other notable things to say. Um, I Pierce is much more of a contemporary film watcher. I'm more of the classics, but you know, those lines are blurring now. Yeah. We're, here we're, I am talking yeah, Oscars.
1: We're, we're, we're working to, to, to get there together. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, into the, the categories, uh, actor in a leading role. Um Bradley Cooper and Maestro, Coleman Domingo and Rustin, which i are not soon. Paul Giamatti for the holdovers, Killian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. Um I personally would love to see Paul Giamatti win. I here's the thing. So people um Paul Giamatti's been going on a tear award season, so people mm-hmm. think he was, he might he might win the Oscar. Um and I think that's definitely possible. We'll see. Uh and some people online are kind of upset about that because Killian Murphy was excellent in uh, Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh I think we undervalue comedic roles quite a lot. Yeah. Um and Paul Giamatti is a comedic role, but I think he was brought a lot of he, heart. Yeah. He and uh is it Divine or Divine, Joy Randolph, do you know? I don't know. Don't look <laughs> Ran- at me. <laughs> Giamatti and and Randolph and the Holdovers, they were really the heart and soul of that movie. Just as important to it, I would say, as Killian Murphy was to Oppenheimer. So mm-hmm. it's it should be a tight race, and I think it is, considering they've been splitting awards back and forth. Um, but... I, I would like to see Paul Giamatti win personally. That's just me. Yeah,
0: personally here too. Um I mean I would I would I keep on forgetting it's a comedy sometimes because I, I just remember feeling um like it was more of a drama. I mean it's it's both. Like it's 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 whatever. But like um this movie is ride or die on his performance and I think it's just excellent. Um he did bring a lot of part to it. you hate him and you love him, it's great. It's a nice balance. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Um, and... I I
1: guess I should say real quick for Efron. I mean, honestly, I, I hate to say it. I might put him in over Bradley Cooper. Uh, I have not seen Rustin, so I won't speak on that. I don't like to be like, uh, they shouldn't have been nominated because I haven't seen the movie. Um, I mean, I I would out of, out of this list, I would probably consider putting him in over Bradley Cooper or Jeffrey Wright, possibly. Okay. But um, I just. I don't like Oscar bait, so maybe that's the bias <laughs> they're coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I think that's that with that category. Um, I don't have anything to say about Jeffrey Wright because, I guess a little bit later on, spoiler for this episode, but American Fiction, not my thing. And yeah. I don't. I like Jeffrey, I Jeffrey Wright. Wright but... Jeffrey
1: Wright was really good in it. Jeffrey Wright was really good in it. Yeah, I think Jeffrey Jeff. I think the 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 two nominees that they got in it for for acting, Jeffrey Wright and Sterling K. Brown. I thought they were both very good. They were yeah. bright spots of that movie for sure. Okay. Uh. Anyways, Sterling K. Brown, actor in a supporting role. Um. So Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Gosling, and Mark Ruffalo. Um. It's sure. it's going to Robert Downey Jr. This one
0: yeah yeah this is like there's an oscar story to it as well yeah so there's, there's yeah. a career
1: comeback story he's never won before he, and he's like, off the
0: chains of marvel he's
1: out he's out of marvel's clutches yeah exactly it's the it it doesn't make sense to go to anyone else i don't think
0: yeah and robert de niro has a his lime his line his time in the spotlight um Give it to someone else at this point. I mean, why not? Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm definitely
1: ready. Ready to hear Robert Downey Jr.'s Oscar acceptance
0: speech. Yeah, um, it's gonna sure. be interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what were you say about Ryan Gosling?
0: Um, Ryan Gosling, again. Um, related to this episode. Not a big fan of Barbie. I know. Just don't click away just yet. Um, Ryan Gosling, he was good in the movie. Um, and he did really embody ken it's Mm. just um honestly it's probably the best part of the movie it's just it wasn't a very strong movie for me so i guess that kind of neuters my enthusiasm for ryan gosling being nominated here
1: yeah i personally also would have loved to see a willem dafoe nomination i think that that was actually like i know you haven't seen poor things yet but Mm -hmm. i think willem dafoe's role specifically was it was tough he was supposed to be kind of frightening but also like a nurturing father figure um it's a it's a it was a complex role that he had in poor things mm. and i think he he deserved some more love for it than he got in the form of a nomination
0: okay so right now we're two for two in agreeing and uh for our choices here so
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right actress um, in a leading role yes yeah, unless you have something else to say
1: I yeah. do not. Um, okay. Annette Benning, Lily Gladstone, Sandra Huller, Carrie Mulligan, and Emma Stone. Um, Does not even exist. Yeah, obviously there's a. I I, I, I. I do not. I do not want to watch Naiad because I, you know, I already said I have a bias against like overt Oscar bait. Um, <laughs> in Maestro and Naiad, mostly for this year, um, so I haven't seen it, but. Obviously, she she stands out from the crowd in kind of a bad way here, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Great career. Not nominated for this role. Um, But uh, honestly, this is probably the toughest category. Um, yeah. Top three, at least. Um, yeah. I would say Sandra Huller, Lily Gladstone, Carrie Mulligan, and Emma Stone are all more than deserving Carrie mulligan was the best part of maestro sandra huller was incredible in anatomy Mm -hmm. of a fall um lily gladstone was obviously excellent as well um and then emma stone really i think it's it's tough i've been seeing some people online say that like they don't i know you i'm gonna i'm giving special attention to emma stone because she seems to be the front runner. She's been winning a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's won most every most of the stuff. Uh, but um, I've been seeing people online say that like her performance didn't really work for them. And um, I think like Lily Gladstones and Carrie Mulligans and Sandra Hullers are all more of a wow performance. But Emma Stone's is... Not to say it's not in your face, because it obviously is. She's playing like a person developing over the course of a movie. But it's it's very... Clearly, I think it's just very difficult to show the maturing of the mind in the way that she did. And because of the difficulty of the role, that's why she's getting so many nods. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's clearly a very hard role. But I think, honestly, it could... Go to anyone but Annette Benning and and it would be deserving because this category is so strong this year.
0: Sorry, Annette.
1: Sorry, Annette. Good career, but it's
0: just <laughs> next time I don't star in Oscar bait. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I I love Lily Gladstone's performance, and I do get the criticisms of just her not being in the movie enough to kind of warrant it, and maybe her being in a leading role is a bit much. I I mean, I think because like you know she is basically in an hour of the movie total possibly maybe i don't know how people quantify that um but i just i think her performance with her eyes it's very subtle um and it just it works because i read the book and then watched the movie and she really brought that i don't want to say character that person to life and just reenacted her and brought her um kind of justified playing her and it was, it was great um i mean i haven't seen most of the movies in this category except for Anatomy of Fall um but i i i, I do like Ladstone. i can't i, I can't compare to a movie i haven't seen yet so yeah yeah obviously sorry but,
1: yeah and you know like i said i really think any of the four mm-hmm. who weren't in niad <laughs> could, could win <laughs> it and it wouldn't be wouldn't be a travesty um just because they're yeah. all so so great this year and that's why again really hard for me to like get up in arms about Margot being snubbed because like the category was just so tough.
0: Mm, Obviously well,
1: Annette Benning's betting stands out like a sore thumb. But then again, I also brought up Greta Lee from past lives. So oh, there's, yeah. there's even other, other actresses who didn't get a nod um, just like Margot, who might have deserved to be in. So it's, it's, it's a tough category.
0: Yeah. I don't have a definitive pick here because I can't yeah, really choose.
1: You I haven't think. seen many of the movies. <laughs> um, okay. This one. okay. Uh, actress in a supporting role, Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks, Color Purple. I, uh, I forgot that she got nominated for that. Uh, America Ferrara yeah. in Barbie, Jodie Foster in Nyad again, no, and then gonna, uh, I think definitely. it's Div- is Divine, We're going to change the pronunciation I, of it. I definitely, I definitely should have. We definitely should have looked this up before and i i just called it by sure our I, last name pretty sure i've been hearing it divine but i was saying it divine okay. before which makes me confused um yeah but uh right. yeah randolph
0: it's it's gonna go to randolph for sure yeah um kind I of the
1: same see... thing mm-hmm. go ahead sorry
0: no i just haven't seen the color purple it's on max it's right cool. now
1: i think that's the original on max no it's the oh no, they, they the put musical. the new they, one they on just too? put it on there oh okay um yeah, I mean, uh, what is America like, Ferrera doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is America Ferrera doing here? I, I also, Emily Blunt was very good in Oppenheimer, but I could also, like, no names are springing to mind right now. But I also could see in maybe another year where there it's a stronger crowd for this, this mm. category. Her not making it, she was good, um, but I just I don't feel like. She was the most strong, and and mm-hmm. and maybe it's also just Randolph was so good, so far and away the best in the category that, that yeah, like it's it is unfair just... to compare, right? Exactly, um, like she she and and Giamatti, I think, really had just uh-huh. amazing performances. Um, yeah, pretty perfect. She, it was for very that movie.
0: S- subtle as well. When mm-hmm. I like, there was a scene where she was talking about um just grieving over her son and the scene with them in the tv i was like oh once we just started mentioning it like it was very like this i think it was like one of her first scenes first or second scene and it's just like that i'm like this is the best performance one of the best performances i've seen in a while so yeah yeah yep yep
1: for sure america yeah yeah
0: i don't know if you want to say america Ferrero. anything about america ferrero
1: just like i i don't know i haven't i haven't spent that much time thinking about possible snubs from this category so there's not like i'm not thinking like oh i would replace america forever with anybody but america forever for sure stands out as someone who like maybe shouldn't be here um she has a monologue she has a monologue and and i i've heard the arguments for that monologue which are that like you know it's very it's very kind of intro feminism but like that's necessary for yeah, younger people in this, yeah, this movie this movie um so I've heard the arguments for why the monologue is good I've I've heard why it's like why people think it's not so good um I think that was the main thing that she's here for and I don't know I don't know if I agree but I also again can't don't have anyone off the top of my head that I would replace her with, so I'm not gonna say
0: that she definitely shouldn't be here. Maybe um, Roseanne Pike from Saltburn. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that yeah. was yeah. She was she
1: was good in it. Yeah. I mean, I could see it.
0: Um, I just hate that movie too much
1: to say. <laughs> <laughs> to say for sure, you you hate it yeah. so much you can't. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that came out this year that I can? Ooh, actor in a supporting role. The dog from Anatomy of a Fall. I know we're past oh, this. But Snoopy. Messy Snoop, yeah. Um, in all seriousness, though, I do think the boy from Anatomy of a Fall was very good. I know they don't tend to give uh, nominations out to children, um, but I actually really liked his performance. Mm. Personally, I haven't heard many other people saying the same thing. Um, but so maybe I missed something and it wasn't as good as I thought it was, but well, that was um, a really good
0: kid actor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I thought his performance was, was very good. And I also don't think, um, you know, I, I think that they're, you know, supporting actor and supporting actress this year, aren't super, super strong. So I think it, it should have been possible for him to get in. I don't know if I would like throw him in there, but, um, but but he he was very good. I think I I should at least mention that.
0: Yeah, um. No no qualms from for me there. I I also <laughs> agree. Uh
1: okay, animated feature film. I think we've both only seen the favorites in this category, and by yeah. favorites I mean favorite because one of the two movies that we thought were the favorites has been winning. Everything, I'm pretty sure. Uh Boy and the Heron and Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse. Uh Boy and the Heron has been winning like everything in the lead up to mm-hmm. the Oscars. So it looks like Boy and the Heron is, is probably gonna win it. Not my favorite Miyazaki movie. Yeah. I think it's good. I think yeah. it's very I think it's very good mm-hmm. personally. Um, but like he's had much better films and I think Across the Spiderverse is is um very very like excellent part two um yeah to what is now going to be a trilogy
0: I, it's just it's on a cliffhanger i uh-huh. can in good faith go that's the best animated feature film um but i do think cool. it is very comparable to um enter or into to the spider-verse yeah do yeah. the spider-verse i get to um, the
1: spider-verse is a little bit better personally but
0: yeah but i, I say it's comparable yeah that, that's yeah, yeah. Um, uh well, I mean, for me, boy and the heron um my my quick thoughts about it is that it is very well animated, but um very that, pretty. The, the, the but I was very confused during most of it because just like they kept on explaining every single detail, and I'm like what, what what's going on
1: yeah <laughs> no, i think I think we we talked about this before, it suffers from kind of and then syndrome where like yeah. Something happens, and then they go to this place, and then they go here, mm-hmm. and then the like parakeet like house, and then yeah. and then they go through a Explain. door, and they come back to the other yeah. place, and then the parakeets become small when they go into the real world, and then yeah, like, not
0: really of a spoiler, but yeah,
1: spoiler the boy <laughs> he gets away to from her. the parakeets in the middle in the middle of the movie not at the yeah. end yeah yeah <laughs> spoiler um, the boy the boy does not die in the middle of the movie
0: or does he I, we're going to try to throw off track yeah but yeah it's um i don't know when pe- when miyazaki was supposedly coming out of retirement for this i say supposedly in air quotes because he comes out of retirement like every 2 years at this point mm-hmm. um it's a, it's a running gag at this point <laughs> he um it's just this was kind of a disappointing swan song to finish out on um and while i didn't like the wind rises as much as everyone else i do think that is probably his most personal film i yeah um but looking up stuff what people were saying and trying to analyze and interpreting their meaning onto it i see why people enjoy this film it's just it it it's way too vague for me to really think that um mm. it stands among head and shoulders among the best Yeah,
1: so that's my two cents. Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, when you talk about Miyazaki films, he's got like very like incredible, incredible animated films. Yeah, Spirit Away, My Neighbor Totoro, people love Princess Mononoke and Howl's Moving Castle, and and that's just the top tier. There's there's a whole like there's a second tier that's like not quite there but still like excellent. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm.
0: it's um.
1: You know, it's it's tough. It's tough for sure. In in with his yeah. legacy. Um, Any
0: other thoughts on the other not movies really. In this category? Not
1: not really. I haven't seen them. So I yeah. mean, I I didn't know people liked Elemental like that. Um, I felt like some of the some of the I saw. I kept seeing videos of it on on like Twitter, and I was like, is this a psyop? Like, is Disney psyoping me into like yeah. go watch this movie? Everyone's seeing it. Because I haven't heard any I, I don't I don't I haven't talked about it with
0: anyone. Um, yeah, the premise of people this movie talking about, is just yeah. so bland. Wow, mm. people live fire and water and they can't touch. Oh mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a metaphor for race relations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um Nimona's up on YouTube. Maybe I'll check that out now.
1: I definitely want to check check these out. Like I, I feel like I kind of yeah. slack on the Animated ones, I usually watch like the the top three
0: favorites. Yeah, but, but I I, f- I feel like I should do better and watch watch them all. Yeah, and uh, these movies are nominated just to give you uh not just to but like to one of the reasons they're nominated is to um give lesser known films some n- notoriety because mm-hmm. I've never heard of Robot Dreams before, but now people are watching because it got an anime, uh animate nominated for best animated film. So.
1: I heard it's hey. very. I heard it's pretty good too.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: okay, cinematography, El Condé, which I have not seen, but I've seen some clips of since it got nominated, and it does. It does look really so good. The, good the terms terms of, is cinematography is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, based on the Academy, I think this is Oppenheimer's to lose. However. Mm-hmm. Like I said, El El Conde does look excellent from what I've the little I've seen of it. Um and then uh Killers of the Flower Moon and Poor Things I think were are excellently shot. But yeah. um just the way the way it's going,
0: it it seems like it's Oppenheimer's category to lose. Yeah. I, I I like Killers of the Flower Moon cinematography. I mean, I can only speak on two of the films here because I saw yeah. Robin Imer and Killers of the Flower Moon. And I did also see stills of El Conde. And <sighs> let's just say, those were some great stills. Yeah, they were,
1: they're very, the framing, beautiful. It looks great. Rule of thirds, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, however, I have not seen it. So I can't don't feel qualified <laughs> to speak on it. Um, it's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. So maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll I'll try and watch it before the Oscars. But um what I will say, we're gonna get to it because editing editing's a category. Uh what I will say about the technical aspects of Killers of the Flower Moon, I feel like editing is probably its best yeah uh, aspect. Absolutely. Um the fact that a three and a half hour movie feels like that is is a credit to the editor's room. For sure. Yeah. Um, But still a beautifully shot film. I just, the way everything's going, it seems like it's going to go to Oppenheimer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. I don't necessarily disagree.
1: Yeah. Costume design. I don't think we have that much to say about it. Uh, Barbie,
0: Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon Oppenheimer, poor things. Napoleon was indeed a movie with costumes in it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so Napoleon is either going to be this year's Babylon, where they just like nominate it for something, but nobody votes for it, and it doesn't win anything. Um, or it's going to be it's going to be the thing that randomly wins the like smaller categories, like costume design. Uh, I'd it's honestly, yeah, <laughs> i I'd honestly like to see this go to Poor Things personally. Um, but. I mean I could see I could see an argument for basically anything here, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Um I I I actually would say that there's an argument against Oppenheimer because period pieces have been done before a lot, especially in this time period. It's so true. I think for some, you know, diversity here. Um it could go to four things because I have not seen it, but I've seen stills of it, and those stills look pretty costumey. Pretty um, costumey, big costumes. Yeah. No, okay. Well, is makeup a different Category, or is this?
1: Yeah, I think it's makeup and okay.
0: styling Is a okay, I'm gonna give it over there, but yeah. Um, Kills of Flower Moon, I think it, it is very authentic to the culture mm. it's representing, so I think that's also a point in its favor. And Barbie, uh, production design, especially would, would that would apply to it? Costume design, it, it is Barbie. It does feel like an ad when you're talking about the costume designs for a Barbie movie, but it, it, I think it's worthy of a mention there.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> worthy of a mention, and I think it. I mean, it could technically have a shot, um, but I think it's gonna go to something else. Uh, yeah. Personally, I, I'm I'm thinking it could be Killers of the Flower Mode, to be honest. Yeah, I I could see it. Uh, directing. Um, another oh, one wow. of the toughest categories. Um, do you want to save this for right before Best Picture? Or because uh, I'm just yeah. going in the order on here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save it. Stay tuned for direct reclipping her. Um documentary, huh. we have not seen any of these. I do plan on watching at least some of them. If I had to guess, the feature documentary, twenty the one about Ukraine is probably gonna win 20 days in Mariupol. Yeah, which um, is up on YouTube. Yep. I'm definitely gonna watch, definitely watch that one for sure. Uh documentary. Short film, I honestly do not know. Um, I don't know how to say this, Nai Nai and Wapo. Um, might've butchered that. I apologize. Deeply apologize. I've heard that one is excellent. Um, so if maybe if I had to guess, I would say that I've also heard good things about pretty much all of them, except for the ABCs of book banning, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, according to letterbox reviews, at least. Oh, well, (laughs)
1: I, I'm getting uh, okay, yeah. According to Letterbox as well, I guess, but that's not what I was looking at. I was I, oh. I I've heard that I've heard that from from um, actual from critics. People, yeah, some people I follow. Um, but I can't really speak on that. I know yeah. I, Justin can't either. Editing. We were talking about it. Um, Anatomy of Fall. The holdovers. Killers of the Fire Moon. Oppenheimer. Poor things. Um, I. I think it should go to killers of the flower moon like it's you yeah. know it's it's a it's a real i i think it the way it's going it probably will end up going to oppenheimer mm-hmm. because of the way the academy is but um mm-hmm. it's it's kind of an achievement for killers of the flower moon to feel like that at three and a half
0: hours yeah like, <laughs> i know that yeah Delma Schoonmaker um has been partners with scorsese on many films so that's why a lot of her uh, his really long epics really feel that way, like mm-hmm. how breezy they feel and efficient. So, um, I I feel like this could go to someone else. I don't want to say Jennifer's last name because it makes you sounded like a really lame, but <laughs> lame <laughs> Jennifer but, lame for Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah I don't know. If and that's and, and
1: it's not to say like that's not to say like any of these other ones were, you know, not. You know as good as as uh killers of the fire moon are close to it but um just killers of the fire moon stands out to me again i do think it'll end up going
0: to oppenheimer which was also yeah. very good yeah editing is just a really hard category to just mm-hmm. like say that's the best editing because if editing is done well it is supposed to be invisible and like mm-hmm. we're not really supposed to notice it so yeah um unless it's very flashy um holdovers i i can't really say anything about the editing there and anatomy of fall. i follow, can't really say anything except maybe that montage of the end where the kid speaking and flashes back to someone else speaking was i was like well a little done. bit melodramatic yeah okay
1: little melod. yeah i, g- I get the melodrama but the uh, but but it was it was i thought the editing was well done there
0: i guess i'm trying to nitpick here <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I don't yeah. really have anything else to say about editing. <laughs> okay. Not exactly, uh, not exactly a master on that, that front. Uh, international feature. I I always love this category. I always make it a point to see all the films mm-hmm. in this category. Shout um, out to the Alamo Draft House. Yes, shout out to the Alamo Draft House. They they tend to play most, if not all of them, um, in the lead up to the actual uh, Oscars themselves. Um, one thing I should mention, I feel, is that uh, France did not put forward Anatomy of a Fall. So that's why that's not on here. Um, Anatomy of a Fall, Justine Trier, she uh, uh, criticized the government at Cannes. And uh, the Minister of um, Culture? Minister of Culture did not like that. And she said, this is not a place for that. And she put forward a different movie, The Taste of Things, which I saw, which was very well made and it's been very well received, but it is no anatomy of a fall, to to put it frankly. <laughs> um, so, I, I, and I think it would have been a really interesting two film race in international feature this year if France okay. had put forward Anatomy of a Fall, but they did not. So, uh, the nominee is Yo Capitano. I might be butchering that, butchering that. I don't speak Italian mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yet perf- per- yet perfect days from Japan perfect days. Society of the snow from I don't know I'm so excited to see perfect days. I see it on saturday i'm 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 beyond excited. I love uh Paris, Texas by Vim Vendors. I still have to see wings of desire um, oh yeah been, oh I had right there. <laughs> but i am i am
0: so excited to see perfect days uh um, yeah I, I i will also say that i i my brother is barely into movies but when we were watching a uh, boy and the heron and the trailer for perfect days comes up he was like that movie sounds very interesting and it, it's japanese and like yeah. wow it was great it it
1: it looks it looks excellent and it looks very important artsy. um not just for the time but for like like it's for humanity in general mm-hmm. um, seems to be giving meaning to the ordinary and the mundane and lots of us live it's ordinary like and mundane lives. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to see that. Uh don't think it's going to win just because of what we have coming up in a minute here. Uh, Society of the snow from Spain. Didn't love it. I'll be honest. Didn't really even like it that much. Um I thought the first 15 minutes were excellent. Excellent. And then they crashed in the mountains and then I got kind of bored um for the next like 2 hours. So God. So uh didn't didn't love this one, but I do I I get what people see in it, but I but I personally did not like it. Um mm-hmm. Teachers Lounge from Germany have not seen yet going to watch it. Um And then the zone of interest, which is uh we'll get to it when when we get to the best picture race. It's gonna win this Mm -hmm. category because it's the only one in the category also nominated for best picture. Mm -hmm. So we shall see. Um
0: but yeah. Makeup and hairstyling. Makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the special or the international feature films. So Yeah. Me, me neither. Makeup and hairstyling.
1: Um Golda Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Society of the Snow. I say
0: I have nothing to say about this. I've got nothing to say about this. I
1: have nothing to say about this. It it, there's no like I don't think there's any standout. Like I feel like in other years there's kind of a standout. Maybe Poor Things. Like you know, last year there was the whale, and it was like ah, you know, the big fat suit, and it looks so realistic, and you know, Brendan Fraser, he he looks like a big a big you know, obese man in this movie because of how good the, the, the fat suit is. Um, cause I think that was in, was that a makeup hair last year? I'd have to look it up now. Now I'm, yeah. now I'm like conf- <laughs> confused. I think I might be confused, but anyways, there, I don't think there's any particular standout this year. So it's, um, I
0: very different. Do they play Four things they, or Oppenheimer? Yeah. What? Do they televise this or is it just like, they cut the commercial and then they just play that like, Oh yeah, this got nominated this one and just move on to the ceremony. I can't remember because I don't usually pay particularly close attention to this
1: one. So I cannot remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you. I think they might televise it because um, I remember, I think I remember Cruella winning a few years ago and seeing somebody walk up. Maybe that was for costume design. Actually, I don't remember. So I okay. whatever. I'm, I we'll we'll see. It was for costume design. Emma just informed me it was for costume design. Um. So no, I, I, I don't remember. Is is
0: is the long, long version of that? And we're yet. not going to remember next year when we do yeah. this again. <laughs> uh, music,
1: original score. So the the whole thing. Um. Okay. American fiction, Indiana Jones, uh Killers of the Flower moon, Oppenheimer, and poor things um hmm. it, it's gonna be Oppenheimer, um yeah, I think this honestly could be Oppenheimer's strongest aspect, yeah, um, the score is excellent,
0: yeah, uh, and I, I've listened to it That's all. you
1: yeah, right, exactly, um. I've definitely looked up. uh, Can you hear the music on on like a like people covering it just on piano or whatever on YouTube? (laughs) It's it's great, it's great, yeah, great. Uh, Poor things, I think, is also very very good. Um, If that upset Oppenheimer somehow some way, I would not be that upset. Uh, It's unique. It's not like I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it, but it serves the film really, mm-hmm. really well, and that's what's important to me.
0: Um, American Fiction. I, I do think this is an underappreciated one. Actually, this is one of the few bright spots of, I will say about this film. Um, it is very jazz-infused. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of percussion, and it mm-hmm. does serve the film very well, but I don't think it's anything where it's, it serves as like the front of the film, where you want to listen to this on its own, or anything like that.
1: Yeah. So but Poor Things isn't like that either, but it's because Poor Things is very discordant. Um there's a lot right. of like they sound like wrong notes, but it's on purpose. Uh it serves <laughs> serves the movie, serves the film. So um <clears throat> again, poor poor yeah. things I would not be upset at winning, but it's it's gonna be Oppenheimer. Yeah.
0: I think sure. a notable snub here is actually Boy Marin. Um because Joe yes. Iashi, um, you know, he he deserves something for an Oscar. Uh, it's about due time, and like Spirited Away is still probably one of the best scores. And I don't care if it's a legacy work because John Williams has had so many of these. And Indiana yeah. he Jones didn't in the Del- deserve Destiny, this
1: nomination cause... for sure. No. I did. He even yeah. show up? Is it not just the same score as the other Indiana Jones films?
0: Was he, People are was assuming he that there? he's ghostwritten. <laughs> this one, he kind of phoned it in. Yeah. So. So you know. Hey. That that definitely
1: is a snub for sure because yeah uh even even a, a, a legacy nomination would be would be good at this point. Yeah. Um okay, uh original song. Uh the we fire inside we should have the fire inside <laughs> from Flame and hot. I've heard this one
0: it's not not great. Good. No, because I know Diane Diane Warren gets nominated every year and for yeah. the most mediocre of songs.
1: Uh, I'm just Ken from Barbie. It never went away from American Symphony. Um, a song for my people. I'm not going to butcher that word <laughs> from Killers of the Flower Moon. And then what was I made for from Barbie? Uh, well, Two it probably. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, I don't like Billie Eilish personally, personally, but uh, yeah. And... But the song, the song is very good. Um,
0: and I, it's probably going to win. Um, I thought that was probably the worst part of that entire that entire montage at the end where they're playing that Billie Eilish song. I was like, oh come on. The montage?
1: It just plays over yeah, the credits course. from what I remember. Are you thinking of a different song? I
0: guess. I thought I I'm know. pretty sure it just
1: plays over the credits. Huh. Emma says you're thinking of a different song.
0: Damn yeah i okay i guess i stand corrected we haven't looked at any of these songs up beforehand and <laughs> next time next year we'll do <laughs>
1: this song was everywhere i i remember this song so was i'm just ken those are the two that i remember oh, i'm just i'm just ken was that, the one
0: that was everywhere <laughs> they're the
1: two that have the best chance no i mean what was i made for was also everywhere i heard it all the time for like months after that
0: movie came out do you work in retail oh is that why? No,
1: no, 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 no. Not in like, not in like retail. Like online. Like on, like huh. Twitter and TikTok and stuff. It was everywhere.
0: I guess I'm just not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're
1: not in the loop. Not in the contemporary yeah. film loop. Um, I guess not. Those are the favorites. Uh,
0: uh, we were not we, going to pick any of these, to be honest, because by default, Barbie wins. Yeah, probably. Probably.
1: Uh, I. I think some people are hoping for a song for my people dark horse win. But, um, but it, it's most likely going to go to what was I made for? And then could possibly go to I'm just Ken. It won it at a uh, something a little while ago. the and less prestigious were like, awards. Yeah. One of the less prestigious awards. Um, So it's going to go to one of those for sure. Skipping Best Picture, because we're going to come back to it. Production Design. uh, Probably Barbie or Poor Things to lose, to be honest. Yeah. I I would
0: have Napoleon.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Napoleon, but... I think think Napoleon and Oppenheimer are probably... uh, If I was going to rank them as far as, like, chance to win, it's, like, Barbie, Poor Things, and then, Mm -hmm. like, Oppenheimer, Napoleon, and then not to say it's bad but just killers of the flower moon i think has the lowest chance to win in this mm-hmm. category
0: um yeah but i i don't have a very strong preference here i mean barbie what is it Didn't they cause a world shortage of pink or something sure uh, uh, pink paint poor
1: things was amazing um i personally by far my favorite for the category is poor things um as much as I wouldn't be mad if they gave it to Barbie, I would not, and I think they that they might. Um, but but poor things, the it, it's beautiful the, the 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 sets that they built yeah. for this movie. It's amazing. It's very very good. Okay. Cool. Um,
0: well, I will get around to it eventually.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you gotta because Emma Stone
0: is yeah, the yeah. front runner
1: for 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 best actors. So
0: yeah, you got it. You and- gotta get to it. I mean, for Napoleon, the reason why I haven't watched it is because everyone was trashing on it. And I'm Mm. like, and Ridley Scott was basically like, yeah, whatever. It's historically inaccurate.
1: You guys don't don't know anything. I just make film by how I feel about it without doing any research, is is what it sounded like. It's not exactly exactly. what he said, but.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it transcribed. It transcribed. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, But. And allegedly, it's like, yeah, he he was going to have a better cut on Apple TV Plus or whatever it's called at this point. Um, So I'm like, all right, just wait for that. So that's why I didn't watch the movie and not like I was excited to anyways with how inaccurate it was. And also, side note, Apple TV Plus sucks because I have a Windows computer and I tried to watch Killers (laughs) of the Flower Moon and it gave me like 480p quality. What was up with that? Yeah they want you in the ecosystem get in the ecosystem or else yeah or else you gotta watch
1: you gotta watch the movies in 480p <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> um all right short, short films i have seen all these i saw the live action ones today even oh. um so okay. uh we'll start with animated i didn't super love any of these uh to be honest <laughs> okay some of them were were pretty good. Uh, I'll focus on those primarily. Um, <laughs> Letter to a Pig from Israel and France. It was listed as both, I think. Um, hmm. It uh, I thought that that one was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, the animation was interesting. Um, it was is obviously an important message, and I hope. Uh, not lost on our ears in times of of, um, what's going on in the Middle East right now. Uh, um, It it related a... uh, I guess I should fill you in. Yeah, because I have no idea what you're talking about. uh, There's a a guy who came into a... a, who survived the Holocaust, I believe, Mm -hmm. and he came into um, a classroom and he was telling them about it uh, in Hebrew. Hebrew. So I, I, I would mm-hmm. assume he's in Israel. um, And uh, he's telling them about how he wrote this letter to this pig who, because he was chased by Nazis into a barn, and he hid the hay, and the pig, like, kind of mm. stood in front of him and kept the Nazi from... And all the kids, like, laughed at him and whatever. And then the, it cuts to uh, some of the people from the class, like... Basically, like murdering the pig, um, murdering a pig, like like very, the pig squealing. It made me really oh. uncomfortable, uh, which is the intention. Um, and uh, you know, important important for for the time. I hope uh, I, I hope the intention is what I thought it was, and I won't get okay. any more into that because it's a little controversial for this podcast um okay and we don't have we don't even really have a platform to yeah (laughs) and we're not going to 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 make a difference probably not we probably will not have i don't know uh anyways moving on from that i thought that was very a very good film um i also enjoyed 95 senses from the u.s uh it was about a um it, it kind of starts with this old man and he's giving us uh, the lay down on the five senses and like uh, his own personal experience with them. And it's very sweet at first. And you mm-hmm. kind of like, like this old man. He's got like a southern western charm to him. Um, mm-hmm. And then you find out that he is in jail because of a mistake he made. And he, he, he's, he accidentally killed um, two people. Because uh, he committed he did commit arson on purpose, but he did not know there were people. and so hmm. he accidentally killed people on uh, on accident. Um, and uh, so you feel for him first, and then you get this reveal of like what he's done. um and you get that he feels bad about it. Uh, he is like, you know, he's old hmm. now, and he spent his whole life in prison, and he's getting the chair um now after so long because of our bureaucratic systems in the u.s uh and it's you know it's a i i i love the message i'm all for more um less punishment and more uh not the word retribute no um
0: rehabilitation
1: rehabilitation yes that's the word um I'm I'm always for more rehabilitation, especially because that guy he was, you know, he felt bad about it. Like he he didn't do it on purpose, and you know, he should be, you know, punished somewhat. Obviously, but he was clearly not like a violent criminal. Um, Mm -hmm. He could be rehabilitated, Uh, and so you know. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Anyway, good 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 movie. I also enjoyed. I'm not going to be able to pronounce this right. Uh, patchy, Patchy Derm, Patchy Derma, patchiderm. Um French about uh, a girl who uh, she spends a lot of time at her grandparents, and then uh, you kind of, there's some weird stuff going on with her grandfather, um, and her grandmother is like, you're always going to be safe out here. And then it's revealed, uh, well, not revealed, I guess, but very heavily hinted that uh the the grandfather is assaulting the girl um, it's a very controversial topic uh for this podcast <laughs> but um it was very well made uh i think if i was going to pick it would be between those three i would probably give it to patchiderm or 95 cents uh and those those would be my picks. Uh, I mm-hmm. I don't know which one of those two personally.
0: Yeah, I know that you did not like Wars Over that much. I did
1: not like Wars Over. It was pretty bad, actually. Um, yeah. And there's this, there's this whole <laughs> sequence chess. where where they like there are these two people on the opposite side of a of a trench during like what looks like World War One. They're sending a, a messenger pigeon back and forth to play chess with each other and funnily like slowly like they're the people on their side of the trench are the gathering around and cheering as they make each move but the funny thing is you can see the chessboard and one of them is in a very clearly bad position like awful like going to lose like has like no chance to to win basically <laughs> um like all their pieces are set up in the corner of the board in like a like defense basically like just slowly being picked off by white And, um, yeah, it's, they're like cheering when they make the moves. And it's, it's like, this guy's losing so badly. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, and then, uh, and then, you know, they, they fight, they fight each other, but they find out, they figure out that they were the two who were playing chess and then they stop fighting. And then, um... Pretend- they, wow, really? They they <laughs> hold on, hold on, not yet. Then they find out the war is over. I think another pigeon comes or something. Oh. I can't remember exactly how they find out. And <laughs> the the song, The War Is Over by, the song. by John Lennon kicks in like full volume. Oh, the guy no. next to me started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and the the two of them and their commanding officer run around like stopping everyone from fighting in the battle while while oh the war is over plays at full volume in the background <laughs> it's it's a lot um man john lennon's legacy surely is something um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not my pick for sure for sure
0: yeah have, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I can't say anything. Um, have anything, um, brief to say about our uniform? Uh, I just felt like
1: so it's about it's Iran and it's um stories from this girl who's speaking about uh her life in Iran, Iran. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she attends an all-girls school and she has to wear the hijab and she talks about what that means and how it changes as they grow older and um, how strict it is and uh, the self-expression that they are allowed to Mm -hmm. do. And I don't know. It feels like we're veering towards like a message about how it's, it's too much. Like, yeah, it's fine as a religious practice, but the way that it's, stressed to me seems to be too much um in in their culture and by their in their you know in their country but you know it's not made by me it's made by mm-hmm. an uh Iranian and and they seem to curve away from that edge at the last moment and so it's like there's the message that i expect and then it's not really quite there uh in the movie so it's, yeah, it's um, hmm. uh, it's just I don't I don't um. Didn't didn't love it in the first place, and then on top of that, the messaging is not quite where I would personally agree with it. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Different culture, and you know that's fine, but but. To me it seems a little oppressive almost i would say uh, so hmm. and like i s like i say like in the in the film, you know she stresses the uh self expression right, but um at the same time, we kind of i it just feels like we're going towards that edge about like how important self expression is, and then we like curve away from it at the last second we're like whoosh we're not gonna we're not gonna go so in-depth on that and the movie is over is short film. yeah short film. Um, so i don't know okay. um but yeah so that's that's the animated ones uh as far as the live action ones go i thought they were all pretty pretty good i rated i rated the after pretty low Um, which is a short film about loss. A man loses his wife and child and uh, has to deal with it. Um, The way that he loses them is kind of ridiculous. Um, I thought that the performance of the father was very, very good, but he loses them like this guy with a knife comes in and like stabs the daughter and then like throws her off a roof. And then the mom like just, she doesn't even like, like consciously jump off after the daughter she like gets up off the ground and like climbs over the the ledge on the side and like falls off it's uh i don't know it's it's just it's a lot um which is what a lot of the people online were saying too i was kind of like taken aback by that but the performance of the father was really good um and i think um, the messaging of this, as well as actually another one that had a kind of a similar message about like kind of the ways that we avoid grieving, um, yeah. is uh, I, I think that's a, it's a really uh, important topic, you know, get people to, to properly grieve, um, <clears throat> uh, invincible. Not to be Not confused the with the the show yeah. about with Steven Yeun about the um, about the the Omni Man. Yep. Yeah, um, it, that one was I think very very good. wasn't my favorite on here, but it was good. It was about a a, a boy who is in like a kind of a juvenile detention center of some kind in I believe Quebec because it's a short film from Canada. Yeah. They were speaking french so that's why i assume quebec um but uh he was in some kind of juvenile detention center i'm not really sure what for but he kept acting up and then they like took away his uh privileges uh and then he started to get like kind of like depressed and antsy and then he uh runs away and then um not really a spoiler because the film begins and ends with it uh he drives a car off a cliff um yeah because he's so like his his freedoms and everything have been taken away i think i'd have to think a little bit more about this one but i thought it was interesting because it was i think it was based on the the director's life like it's about her brother if i'm not mistaken Hmm. um or maybe it's not the director, maybe it's someone else involved with the film. But it, but at the end, it showed a picture, like a real picture, of oh, the real huh. like brother and sister from the movie. So, is interesting. Uh, Night of Fortune was the one that I was talking about before that was similar to, like in theming about loss. Uh, it's about an old Danish man who's lost his wife recently, and he's going to see her. Um, before she is cremated, I believe, and uh, and he can't do it. He can't open the coffin, um, and so he does other things. Around he goes to the bathroom. He agrees to go with someone else to see, um, you know, because that guy says that he needs someone to go with him so he can see his wife. But then it's it's kind of funny actually. It's it's actually like a funny short film. This is probably my favorite. Huh. Um, they go in and the guy is like, <laughs> they open the the coffin together and the guy's like, I have, um, I wrote down all the things that I wanted to say to you that I never did, and it's like a bundle of of pages and he's like, H- you you wrote down stuff? How much did you write down? And he like shuffles them around. He's like, thirty two pages. It's not enough, really. Could could always say more. <laughs> Um, so there's, there's little jokes in there and stuff that I, 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 they were, you know, it was funny, it was funny. Um, and, uh, it's sweet at the end because, um, I actually do want people to watch this, but you know, they, the guy helps our main character, I think his name's Carl, um, come, come to grieve and go say goodbye to his wife. Um, that actually sounds like the best one so far. It's it's very good. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Red, White, and Blue is about, about a uh, single mother. It opens with her and a positive pregnancy test. Um, she's a mother of two. She works in a diner. Um, and it takes place in Arkansas today. Uh, and so she looks up abortion, nearest abortion clinic where she can actually get an abortion with like the current laws. Everything that's going on right now, and um, it's like in Illinois, and so she has to like scrounge and and get the money together to go take care of that. Um, perhaps Very pretty, timely. Con- per, per, it's timely. Perhaps pretty controversial for this this particular podcast. Uh, what I will say though, um, or I guess it's pretty, it's pretty good. But I mean, I'm doing, I've, I've been spoiling a lot of them. Um, in the short films yeah it's true it's it's revealed uh that the positive pregnancy test was not hers but instead her 10 year old daughters oh 11 11 year old that is a twist yes she she gets there and and it's like she's talking to the nurse and she's like oh i came from arkansas i'm desperate you know i really need this done and she's like yeah you and everybody else i can put your name on the wait list but it's pretty long and then she gets yeah. all of her information. And it's done really... The reveal is actually done really well because she says the name and I don't think we've gotten full names at this point in the movie. So she says the name and then uh, I think she asks her for one other detail and then she asks her for date of birth and she says 2013 um, when she gives the date of birth. And you're like, this woman is not 10 years old, but she does have a daughter who's... Very young, wow. Um, so yeah, it was it was kind of nuts. It was like in the because th- I, I saw them all at Alamo back to back to back. It was uh, they played the After, which was about loss, and then this movie, and then they played uh, Night of Fortune to cheer us all up to make us laugh about loss. You know, <laughs> back to wow. back to back. Those three, those three, and um, yeah, I thought they were all. I thought the after was a little weaker, but the performance made up for it in terms of me feeling what the, what the short film wanted me to feel. So it was, it was a real tearjerker for like an hour in that theater (laughs) for three short films back to back to back. It was nuts. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the wonderful story of Henry sugar, Wes Anderson, uh, it's probably going to win. I think Wes Anderson's style applies itself really, really well to Roald this sto- this Yeah, Roald Dahl. Um, also, he, he also did uh, Fantastic Mr. Interface. Fox, which is excellent. This is a different type of thing he tried to do with it. I think it also works, especially for the short form. If it was like an hour or longer, I think it would have gotten really tiresome. But mm-hmm. for 40 minutes... Um, he does kind of the storybook format where the characters are telling you the story, um, what's going on behind them, and uh, I think it works uh, for what it is. Yeah, it'll probably win. I probably liked Knight uh, of Fortune a smidge more, like just a little bit more, but th- this will probably this will probably win over
0: that. Yeah, I've only seen one of the because we- Wes Anderson released uh, four short films about them uh, about roldell mm-hmm. um and i saw the worst one uh which was the rat <laughs> catcher and it yep. was really bad uh it was just basically an audiobook and it was just really grating i didn't like it that much and i think it, that's my one and only <laughs> henry, maybe i watched the sugar
1: yeah henry sugar the wonderful story of henry sugar is is i would say it's also kind of like that kind of like an audiobook but um i mean it's been better received as i'm sure you can see on like letterbox yeah. and stuff because it it does it works uh whatever he does different i haven't seen the rat catcher but whatever he does differently f- between those two um it, it definitely it definitely works here in my opinion um okay. So yeah that's i mean that's the short short films um they not li- the live action anywhere. ones were were on average a lot better than the animated ones if you are able yeah. to watch them but the ones that were good from the animated category were also good.
0: Yeah. So. The only short film that I know that was actually snubbed um, was the one with Pedro Pascal and um, Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Um, Strange Life Life. Oh, yeah. Uh, it... I mean, I'm also trying to find a way to watch it and there's no way to watch it. So was that, was that that How long
1: was that? Was that really a short film?
0: It was 20, 31 minutes. Is that just outside? A short really? Film? I don't know.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Well, Henry Sugar's 40 minutes, so definitely not yeah i huh. huh. thought it was longer for some reason all right whatever cool yeah i mean i could see it i could see consider it i haven't seen that film i haven't but, seen it either but like i said hour. the after outside of the um performance i thought was was pretty weak so
0: i could i could okay. see it getting in over that all right all right we're going to speed through the next two categories um and so we can talk more about the best pictures yes yes sound sound Uh, i don't really creator maestro yeah
1: mission impossible oppenheimer the zone of interest it's going to the zone of interest (laughs) Um, it should definitely oppenheimer is very good should go to the zone of
0: interest yeah yeah Yeah. visual effects Mm -hmm. the creator godzilla minus one guardians of the galaxy volume three mission impossible dead reckoning part one and napoleon um I haven't seen actually I've not seen any of these. I haven't seen Gardens of the Galaxy. I'm sorry. I've I'm, I'm over Marvel. I know this one's good apparently, but I haven't I, seen it.
1: I've seen a couple I've I actually I've only seen one of them. I've only seen Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's 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 good. Um from what I've heard, I think it should go to Godzilla Minus One. Uh from everything I've heard about it, I wanna see that movie very badly. Mm-hmm. I'll try and watch it before the Oscars, hopefully um if i can (laughs) um (laughs) uh but uh what i've seen online is some people are talking about maybe napoleon or their creator winning no not many people are talking about mission impossible um i'm not really sure what the favorite is but from what i've heard and seen of it i would probably if i had a vote i would vote for godzilla minus one if i had a vote i would also have definitely
0: watched all the movies yeah, <laughs> but, but we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, um, I just know that the creator flopped, but uh, it was very efficient in its budget and looking like a a hundred million dollar film on a not a shoestring budget, but like fifty, like twenty million or something like that.
1: Much much less know. than what it looked like. Yes, I, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, for writing, I, I think we should just skip over writing, just because yeah. we haven't actually um, read the screenplays and also. Yeah. I don't think there's really a far and away favorite in either of these categories. Yeah. So um, I can't, I can't speak to it that way. I can speak to how I felt about the writing in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't actually read
0: the, the screenplay. So I feel like. Yeah. Um, um May, December. That's the one that's um, not nominated for best picture. I think so. If you want to get your two cents about that, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, a lot I've of seen it. I've seen it. I think
1: some people are overrating it a lot, a lot, a lot. I think it's a, a good movie. Uh, any adjective beyond good, I would struggle to say uh, yeah. and be truthful. So, <laughs> okay. um, be truthful to my opinion. That is. Um, so, i again, I. I think it's well-written, So from what I saw. Um, so, uh, this is fine. I don't think it really deserved a Best Picture nomination. Charles Melton, who we did not mention, he was certainly the best part of the movie. So, uh, I would not have been mad about him getting a nomination back in mm-hmm. Supporting Actor. But, uh, but I think the movie itself is a little overrated. I thought it was pretty good. Not really much more than that, personally.
0: Okay. I know I you haven't seen it. So, so, yeah. The, yeah. The, the,
1: that's, that's, that's my opinion since we're bringing it up. Okay. Um, all right. But, Big Daddy. Um, yeah, directing and Best Picture. Uh, I'll just go through the Best Picture nom- nominees, and then all of the directors have a film here. So I'll mention them when they come up. Okay? Yeah. So that way we can do it yeah. kind of at the same time. Because I think... The same thing is winning in both categories. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. So, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Justine Trier is nominated for directing for that. Barbie, we talked about how Greta Gerwig was snubbed. Mm-hmm. Sp- snubbed. I I, I don't snubbed. know who I'd put her in over, but... Um, the, holdo- the Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese, of course, got a nomination. Um, Maestro, Oppenheimer, which, you know... Of course, Uh, Nolan got a nomination. (laughs) Past Lives, which again, also for this, um, Celine Song could have been nominated. Uh, Poor Things, but she wasn't for directing. Poor Things, um, Yorgos got nominated for Best Director. And then Zone of Interest, um, Jonathan Glazer got nominated for Best Director. So that was actually kind of confusing. So I'll I'll just say the names for the directors. (laughs) Uh, Trier, Scorsese, Trier, Scorsese, Nolan, Yorgos Lanthimos and Jonathan Glazer are the five. Okay. Um I yeah. think the way that this is going um Oppenheimer is going to win for best mm-hmm. picture and Nolan is going to win for best directing. And I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's that's, that's fair. fair um i I don't think that Oppenheimer was the best movie that came out this year personally mm-hmm. um I do think that they got the best movies in here uh mm-hmm. as far as maybe you know you we could argue back and forth about you know spot eight nine, and ten or whatever but yeah, but as far as like the top five six seven movies I think they got them they got them all in here um mm-hmm. as of course you could, you know, hindsight is everything. We could in the future see an obscure movie and be like, "Wow, that was that was amazing. That came out that year." But as far as non-obscure movies, movies that mm-hmm. that lots of people know about, I think they got the right ones for the most part. Um my personal favorite movie of the year was The Zone of Interest. Um I think it's mm-hmm. haunting. I also I would compare it to Mikhail Heineke in some ways, um, and I really Jeez. like Heineke's work. Not as... I wouldn't... Like... Heineke is kind of overtly uncomfortable and disturbing, right? Um, he he is... A, I, I say this every time I watch one of his movies. He is a master of making you uncomfortable. Mm. Um and this film also does that, but in a in a different way to Heineke. So I compare it to him um, stylistically, and I would compare it to him in the way that it makes you uncomfortable, but it does it in a much less overt way, always hanging the thing that is uncomfortable kind of over your head. It's always in the room with you, but it's never the thing that you're looking at. Um, of course, this movie is about a family who lives on the other side of a wall. Connected to uh, Auschwitz. Um, so, you know, you, you could you could compare and contrast with Hanukkah. I bring him up because I think you there's that comparison to be made. Um, but nonetheless, that was my favorite movie this year, personally.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, seen I it. do plan on definitely watching it one day. You should, you should. Make sure you have some good speakers
1: if you're not able to yeah. see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, anatomy of fall i think was my probably my second favorite i i personally really enjoyed it i know you didn't you liked it didn't love it love it it. Um, mostly because i
0: have a personal preference because it was very plot-based and Mm -hmm. very based in ambiguity over whether she did do it and i'm like i just want a character to attach to or something
1: yeah uh, yeah i guess it's 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 just if you can if you can connect yourself to the mystery and, and the the, the court case, I thought that, that every scene in, in court was amazing. I I loved Mm -hmm. every single second they were in the courtroom. It was really extremely well done. I can see the argument
0: for it. Um, Yeah. I just like, not my thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I also think to, to nitpick, I guess, to, to give a, a criticism I have, um, is that I think it's a little slow to start uh, because they're mm-hmm. kind of setting up. They're giving you the the basis, but not all the information because they want to save some of it for the court case, mm-hmm. which I think they do pretty well. Um, but I think in because of the nature of the way that they're saving some of the information for that, um, you it, it takes a minute to to get going. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so yeah. I guess that that's something I would I would say. Yeah. everyone gives it their all in that film. The directing is great, and acting is superb. It's just like it felt very cold on me. Yeah, I,
1: I would I love like... to see it. See it win something. Um, people are saying maybe screenplay, uh, writing. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. Uh, and then I have Oppenheimer third. Um, I definitely Nolan's best. In my opinion, yeah,
0: and not even a big Nolan fan, and I also yeah. agree. Uh, I'm, this is I'm probably not the a big only Nolan one that I really even. enjoy. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I, I like some of his other stuff. I, I like Interstellar, um, The Dark Knight. I don't love as much as other people, but I, I acknowledge that it is good. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but this is, to me, there's not really a competition uh, as far as the ones that I've mm-hmm. seen. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones that I have seen. Um, this is his best
0: yeah um we can give our spoiler free thoughts i guess each time you mention them um yeah i i just like the fact that um it goes from subjective to just like objective through the black and white and it intercuts and tell stories out of order um and it's very dialogue based and the dialogue is good for once so i just really wish that last act which is all mm-hmm very much dialogue based even more so than the previous two acts had subtitles because the sound <laughs> mixing was there, but it wasn't there entirely. but yeah. Yeah. Um Very good.
1: Uh, what I will say, this is kind of the, the analysis that I've, I've given. It's not very in depth, so I'll just mm-hmm. say it real quick. Um, I think that Nolan does scale extremely, extremely well. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And I think that this film was him taking the atomic scale, a supremely small scale and blowing it up to a massive proportion, um, what a pun right to, there. to, uh, <laughs> to an incredibly grand scale, almost, you know, at, at times the, 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 it feels scale wise, like, like interstellar. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that, uh, that, you know, Again, <laughs> blowing it up like that, it it serves the film really well, and it it serves his style really well.
0: Yeah, um, and I just also just like a really good character study too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sure. just like that this is a character study, and you really don't get to know the character exactly, but you know him enough to, you find him interesting.
1: Yep, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I fourth, I personally have past lives. Um, I know you, you also didn't love this one as much as me just like uh, anatomy of a fall yeah um past lives uh i think is um uh you've seen it you you've seen it pretty recently right you yes. saw it pretty recently what 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 let's i'm gonna let you lead on this one I've, I've been leading a lot yeah
0: i i like how they basically it's just basically about two people avoiding the elephant in the room their attraction to each other but not really and how they feel like they're destined but they kind of don't want to mention it to each other and you feel this awkward tension between them as they hang out around each other it's just it just need a little bit more i i it talks about this philosophical debate um about just reincarnate what was it Inyun
1: young yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i just really like how it was talking about culture it just didn't show enough of that culture and not enough of the juxtaposition for it to be impactful. Um, in my opinion. And I just it does talk it's basically just about three characters, and one of the characters I just feel like it's a bit of a third wheel. Um it's good. And I it does channel a lot of In the Mood for Love, um mm-hmm. by Kar Wai, which Chris will be definitely watching. I soon, will be watching. No, really.
1: I have a ticket for it to see it in Alamo, so I will be seeing it for yeah. sure. <laughs> it's just
0: <laughs> um and it is just it's good it just doesn't really it, ha- it has the basis for a great film it's just it does not have the directorial flair it doesn't have anything that makes it stand out aside from having a really good screenplay in my opinion
1: i hmm, i actually specifically with the directorial flair comment i think some of the directorial decisions made were really interesting <laughs> Um, I specifically call to mind a scene uh, in which um, there's—it's the scene. It's probably like the one of the scenes from the movie. One of mm-hmm. two. It's the scene where they're sitting in front of the Ferris wheel, um, mm-hmm. and th- the camera shots just hold and then pan and then hold mm-hmm. and then pan and then hold, and it's you know, yeah. Uh, a another director might have just shot. Reverse shot, you know, gone back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the there was a decision made there to hold you in that moment, hold you with that awkward tension. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you know, sit there with it, just like they have to, because they got together like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think the movie, it's not perfect, but I think it really shines all of the moments where those two are together um, where you really feel that tension and a lot of the dis- the strongest decisions are made in those scenes. and then of course hmm. there's the scene at the end, which I don't really want to get too yeah. in depth yeah, on no, because it's it's amazing it, yeah it, it's the whole movie is is worth that scene alone to be honest yes so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fifth, I have The Holdovers. Uh, it might be a little controversial for some, although some people really love this movie. I've seen it all over other people's rankings. Um, I love The Holdovers. Uh, it's going to be yearly for me with Christmas. It's part of my mm-hmm. personal Christmas canon, for sure. Um, yeah. All three of the main actors do extremely well. Uh, Randolph and Giamatti and Sessa. Um Yeah very very good. This is his debut role by the way, Dominic Sessa.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. They apparently just found him in a high school play or something like that and they're like come on board. Right. Right right right. Um it's yeah, all three of them
1: do such a great job. Um and it really I mean down to the feeling, right? It it, mm-hmm. it it feels like a movie that has kind of always existed and always been a part of this this the Christmas canon and and mm-hmm. it it came out last year. Um yeah. and it's 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 just it's wonderful. Um it's
0: heartwarming it's heartbreaking, yeah. it's 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 great. Yeah. Um and it does like it does follow very familiar story troves, but that mm-hmm. doesn't really matter because do you like these characters enough for you to let that fly by, yeah. and not every story has to be original. It's just all about right. those characters.
1: And and when when a trope is done this well, it then it really doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're taking classic tropes and you know, just doing them okay or or just doing them you know pretty well, subpar. that's yeah. one thing subpar. But if you take them and do them this well, then that's that's it's, it's special. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, it it feels like it already belongs in that Christmas canon, even though it just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, I have Poor Things. You will notice I have not <laughs> I have not said the big Scorsese movie yet. Um, so yeah, that's 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 that might be a me thing. Uh, I know you <laughs> haven't seen Poor Things. I love Poor Things. Um. I think Emma Stone you know does give an excellent performance. I've seen some people online kind of talking down on it because they want their favorite to win. Um but she she gives an excellent performance and it's it kind of all rides on her. It's um mm-hmm. uh I think another you know on top of how great this movie is, uh you know, Yorgos is is really great. I'm I'm glad that I've been watching more of his films he's he's a a really great director a really unique style um yeah uh, i think another interesting thing to even talk about this movie further is it's kind of one of the first of this new trend that we're seeing of adaptations of frankenstein that are all coming out um uh guillermo del toro is working on one there's another big director who's working on one uh lisa frankenstein lisa frankenstein just came out from uh zelda williams robin williams's daughter um yeah like there's it's 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 a trend and this is to my knowledge the the first of of this recent trend uh, so that's another interesting aspect of it as far as its place in kind of the zeitgeist and the culture um I'm pausing like you would have something to say. I, yeah. But you, have, but you have not seen the movie. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: <laughs> last year or two years ago was the, the the year of Pinocchio, and now we're entering the years of Frankenstein.
1: Yes, yes. Well, technically, it was years of Pinocchio, too, because Life of P came out this year. Oh. So, or last year. 20,
0: Different 20, medium, 20, 20, but
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it all, but it also takes longer to produce, especially because it was an yeah. indie team. So, um, but yeah, that's that's all I'll say on poor things. Uh, yeah. Next up, I have Killers of the Flower Moon. I know you enjoyed this more than me. I love. I let, you, uh, I, I let you let you open with this one.
0: Okay, I read and the I'll... book because I was really hyped for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, stop, talking beers. I'm gonna take <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, no, I love this movie. I watched this during the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. I, I, I could not have thought of a better way to spend my time because this movie flew by i think everyone that has seen this movie goes like that was three and a half hours it felt like one and a half um i just love the fact that it shows the banality of evil and how evil can kind of creep up in ways that make you think that like that can cause you to betray love um can cause you to betray morals and how it can slowly escalate um, leo gives a standout performance which i think may have been a stub i think where um he is sympathetic but not really sympathetic you see that he has love for his wife and shows no prejudice but also at the same time he's being manipulated for no reason other than just like him being blind to what's going on perhaps or there could be an ulterior motivation who knows um Hale is probably one of the most complex villains that i've seen but Then it slowly starts to get eroded and there's another side to him entirely. I just think the performances are just so stand out here and it shows so much authenticity towards the culture. Um, And it feels very strange to see a book brought to life where it was based in real fact, like something that was not really represented. Uh, But here it is. And I, I think it just does it so well, um, I think this is probably Scorsese's best because this is so unlike any of his other works, in my opinion. Um, I haven't seen all of it, but I, have I you think seen that Goodfellas. Probably... Have you seen Goodfellas? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. many times.
1: Oh uh, well, I I still think Goodfellas is his best. I just I, it's just, which is not controversial in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I really enjoy Goodfellas. Uh, for for me, it's just. I, I don't know. We're we're at number seven and these to me are all great films that should be remembered mm-hmm. and watched and talked about for a long time. So the fact that we're at number seven and I can still say that it's like putting killers of the Flower moon, this low on my personal list is not a dig at all because it's, mm-hmm. we're still in really great films. I think mm-hmm. um, all the way down here. Uh, so yeah. it's, I, I feel like I should say that because obviously it's a great film. Um, I don't think I need to tell anybody that, or I would hope I don't. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, I personally, you know, when it comes to rankings, you have to compare objective quality and a little bit of, of, of personal because it is subjective. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, how much you enjoy something and uh, what you take from it, and all of that. Um, so I personally just enjoyed this a little bit less. Um, yeah. I do think I, not having read the book, um, I do still think that uh, the way that you described it, having something come to life. Even not having yeah. read the book, you get that sense that that Scorsese yeah. is really making these this history come to life mm-hmm. on 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 the screen for you. Uh, yeah. And So I think um, mm-hmm. you you even get that effect if you haven't read the book. So uh, still an excellent film. Um, mm-hmm. Now we're getting into territory where I think uh, Justin here might say it's not an excellent film because we're going to 8, 9, and 10 for me. Yeah. Um, 8 is Barbie. I put Barbie at 8. Um, I will say I really enjoyed Barbie. Um, I, <sighs> I think there's a lot to really love about Barbie. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot to really, really enjoy. I think it's an enjoyable watch. It's not, you know... I'm not gonna get bogged down watching it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that there are definitely also you know, it's not um it's pretty safe, I would say, is yeah. kind of my main criticism. There's not which is, you know, I mean, maybe that's not something that I should expect from this, but you know, at this level, with all the films that I put before it, it is kind of something I expect. Yeah um it to be a little less safe uh and it, it's it's very safe uh and that's that's kind of my main criticism mm-hmm. of it to be honest
0: uh, i know you have yeah. I'll, I'll let you let you let you say what it, you it say is just about it. yeah it's very blunt in its message and mm-hmm. it wears the yeah. fact it's the entire point on its sleeve because but there's that famous american uh, america ferrera monologue which i guess got her uh an Oscar nom. Um, and, it's 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 just not made for me and i i don't think it's made for either of us and there is an audience where this resonates with it's just not for me um because and I, think, I can I talk think I
1: should, yeah
0: sorry Literally.
1: i just i just want i think i should also say on the note that you just made about how it's it's not really made for us that you know there's a note that i've seen on social media where people are saying like you know there were middle school age and teenage girls in the theater crying at the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, in, in my opinion, the fact that it's doing things like that gives it, makes it definitely worthy of a spot here uh, to me. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wouldn't take anything like that away from it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like you said, very blunt. Like I said, very safe. It's, it's just, it's, not quite up to the snuff of the mm-hmm. other films on here for me. Go ahead and yeah. finish what you were saying. Sorry.
0: I will say, like, I don't know. There, there were some pacing issues with this film. Like, as when it's in that, Mario I world, definitely agree
1: just, with. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just it. It really rushes to get to the real world, and the real world sucks. Like, it's probably the weakest part of the film. Um, and then when it gets to Mattel, um, the the villains are there, and then they're just kind of they're gone. Like, I they're not mentioned again. Um, up until the very, uh, until later in the film, but they
1: they they do get jokes, so you see where they're at from mm-hmm. what, from what I remember. But they, yeah, like they're not with the other characters until, again yeah. until the end of the film. Um, they're not like directly involved, and then when they and and then they they get to it at the end of the film, and they just kind of like they're like, yeah, let's wrap it all up. Like they don't actually,
0: yeah do anything yeah like. um i mean barbie world was 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 cool i wish we saw more of it but there was not enough of it for mm-hmm. it to be considered like you get the juxtaposition between the fantasy world and the real world i don't know I, I i just don't like seeing a fantasy world and then doing a fish out of water story and then going back to the fantasy world it's, it's trite yeah i don't know not not necessarily bad
1: i i will also say like I don't know if you remember but back in the summer it was pretty controversial with conservatives because it was it was bashing men. But uh I think personally <laughs> it it handled, you know, men in the story pretty well. Uh I don't yeah. I think some people have laid a criticism out that Ryan Gosling steals the show. I don't agree with that completely. I think he's really like, good in
0: this. The Academy Think so. Though. The
1: cat, the cat. Well, not necessarily. I think supporting actor is just particularly weak this year, um, mm-hmm. and so he he got a nod there. Um, but uh, not at the top. Obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is very good. Robert Downey yeah, yeah. is very good. But the but the like three four five range is yeah. kind of weak. Um, but uh, what I will say with the story with him is is it's um. I don't know. I think it, I think it, it's even though it it lays some jokes at the expense of men, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, It also takes male struggles with identity seriously. Mm -hmm. um, And how we interact with society seriously. Yeah. Um, So it's, you know, the the conservative criticism that it is a man-bashing movie is certainly not right either. Yeah, it's baseless. Um, it's baseless, yeah. So, good movie. I think it's still deserving of a nomination. I just don't think it's quite as good as the other yeah. uh films that I put above it.
0: Yeah, I, I could see it having the Best Picture nom, but I mm-hmm. don't think it should win. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um I think it's certainly possible
1: that the backlash pushes it up some Academy lists and for BP, they do rank choice voting. So there's a world where Barbie wins BP this year. I do not think it'll happen. I think Oppenheimer is going to, going to win before it gets yeah, it to that point. It would but, be very funny, but, but there is a, there is a world out there in the multiverse yeah. where, where that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah uh number nine uh i have american fiction um definitely we both, a fan. yeah we both uh we both think the movie's kind of middling i lean towards like middling good you lean towards like middling
0: bad, bad. right the more um, i think about it the more I pissed off i get
1: the pissed off jeez jeez
0: oh no yo okay it's just it it's I mean, I didn't find the, the the premise of a guy faking to be, um, I, I don't ghetto, I guess, the, the ghettoized version of a black American mm-hmm. to be particularly original. Um, and it's not even the point of the movie. It's just like the subplot of just like this, him dealing with his mom with Alzheimer's, which I, I guess should be its own movie because they do not interact with at all. It's just very separate. And yeah. Very tonally different.
1: The thing that that bothered me about it is they had an opportunity in the middle of the movie to have those stories interact in the form mm-hmm. of their the neighbor, uh, his mm-hmm. his his mother's neighbor at her beach house yeah. that he was dating. She yeah. read his book and she mm-hmm. you know and all that, but it it turned into a fight and then they broke up and then they never got back together and so it never like
0: mm-hmm.
1: became a thing even though I felt like mm-hmm. it was a way for them to bridge the gap between these two parts yeah. of the movie. And here we are. And that didn't happen. <laughs>
0: like, it's just, yeah, it's just a family drama, but it's a very subpar family drama. I don't know why why it got nominated for best picture. To be honest.
1: Yeah. Um, like, like I said before, I think it's bright spots are those two performances from Jeffrey Wright and Sterling K. Mm-hmm. Brown and i think outside of that i think i got nominated for screenplay too i haven't read the screenplay adapted? i can't uh, i think so um
0: yeah adapted adapted yeah. You, I'm, yeah i, I keep up forgetting killers of all moons out there I, yeah that that's that's, that's,
1: that's that's that is actually ridiculous um but uh yeah it's I I don't know why I got nominated
0: for best picture. Um yeah, and that ending. Oh my god, that ending was just oh. Yeah.
1: It's like it, he, It's it's like he learned the lesson and then he like sells out, but it it's, also <laughs> is not like a happy thing. I don't really
0: understand. I don't, I don't get it. It is I, I again, I really hate to use the p word. It's pretentious, but also safe, and then also says ultimately nothing about the thing it was satirizing, and instead just talks about the writing process, but not really. Um, and we also don't get the perspective of like the black community, how they're reacting to it. It's mm-hmm. just like you know, seeing how white people are just like yeah. modifying and go like, you know, I, I feel for you, man.
1: White white people and like black academics and like only a few black academics too. It's like the main character and like one other
0: person. Yeah. Who gives a (laughs) valid perspective, but yeah it's never expanded upon.
1: Right. And and that's kind of the thing is I think like in in one sense I kind of like that it kind of leaves it brings a a lot of points to the table and then like kind of leaves it for for Mm -hmm. you to think about. But at the same time I wish it would commit to Something. a message you know mm-hmm. like i feel like that would serve serve it well um, exactly. to to have committed to one message
0: exactly
1: um, yeah cuz like you said at the end of it like the the two black authors they they both have a pretty valid perspective i think um, they both are <laughs> coming from 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 places of of love for the black community, and they they both have ideas of of what that means in the way that they present themselves mm-hmm. in literature, in this case, and it's uh, that yeah, I don't, it's not um, it doesn't it doesn't commit it commit to yeah. any to any 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 either of those messages, or even Unless, it does it doesn't even commit to both of them being valid. Really, we don't even really yeah. get the conclusion of that argument. It feels like so, I don't know. Disappointing. Yeah, could have been better. I, I think like there's some solid stuff in here, and and could it could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, in tenth, I have Maestro, and I I and that might just be my bias against um, biopics. Yeah. I I will say, I think the first two acts are very mediocre. Do not like them. They are mediocre, too bad. The third act really shines. And a lot of it mm. is 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 Carrie Mulligan kept me interested in the first half. And then she you know all of it comes together in this in the in that third act, including her performance, and it it it, it shines. Um, and so I will admit it's not all bad. It's not it's not all bad, but I I just I have a personal vendetta against um I hated Elvis last year. Uh I I have a personal vendetta against obvious, you know, Oscar bait. Um mm-hmm. So thank you like Green Book for winning a few years ago and making me like despise it like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bradley Cooper, you have Green Book. to to thank for um for people like me disliking this movie
0: and i haven't seen it because (laughs) it's on netflix and i could have watched it i really could have but i have better things to do like not watch this movie yep you absolutely do um
1: so yeah that's 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 my opinions uh I think as far as best director, we said we think Nolan will win, along with Oppenheimer yeah. winning. Um, yeah, but I really think this is an extremely strong category. I I genuinely think any of these five could win, and it would be just you could justify it. Um, Justine Trier, Scorsese, Nolan, Lanthimos, Glazer, any of those five, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, are 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 more than worthy of an Oscar for their efforts in. Um, You know, bringing their vision to life for each of their films. So, uh, that's it. That's 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 the Oscars.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Um, Yeah. This is going to be my first time actually probably watching the Oscars. It is over spring break. My spring break. Pierce doesn't have to worry about that anymore, but I do. This
1: is a Uh, this is a great year for it. Uh. Yes. This is an excellent year for for. Um, notable and like non-obscure film. Yeah. Because
0: um, sometimes, I... sometimes the best films from a year are kind of obscure at the time. <laughs> it just, yeah, it so happens I... that way. Yeah, I think there might be a lot of interest in this because of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Thank you, Barbenheimer, for actually being a thing. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: And I hopefully that carries into future years because the, you know, more people watching film, engaging in the conversation, possibly becoming filmmakers yeah. at some point. Yeah. Is better.
0: Yeah. Just step outside of your comfort zone. Don't just watch what's mainstream. You know, watch stuff that um is just where you yeah. do have to look a little bit outside of your comfort zone for this. So once
1: once the Oscar race is over, don't stop watching movies. Yeah. Watch some more. Even if you just go back in time in the Oscars do that just to get you started yeah. and then expand out however you want to end up doing it just you know watch there's a lot of excellent stuff out there and films tend to be a pretty low time commitment it's like an afternoon or whatever
0: so yeah and um yeah and like also if your favorite movie doesn't win an award it's no big deal the, it awards are awards you don't assign an award to art and that doesn't validate or make it less worthy. It's just recognition. So yes. that's another important thing to say. Yes,
1: if it means something to you, that's what's
0: important. Yeah. And if our opinion somehow offended you, of over like me just saying Barbie, it's not as good. Whatever. It's your opinion. Movies are Your movies. opinion.
1: And also, that's too bad because we're right <laughs> and you're wrong.
0: Scientifically accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah anyway films are great uh we will almost certainly be talking about more movies on this podcast um we'll probably do this again i think in future years we might trim the fat a little bit yeah Uh, or maybe do it right before the oscar ceremony maybe we'd have to figure that out maybe Release the episode. We, we'd probably have to release the episode at a different time of month than we usually do. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, either way, we'll 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 probably uh, adjust and change next year. So these episodes will get better as years go on. Yeah. Um,
0: In a few years' time, this will be the best episode
1: you've ever heard. <laughs> uh, and yeah, um, if you enjoyed, um, give us a like, give us a rating, subscribe, follow us. We really appreciate it. Um. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok if we ever are like active on it consistently. Yeah. At not just any pod. Um, and yeah. Oh, and join us next week for uh, Cities of the World is the topic this year. Um, not related to the Oscars, but you know, I think it's pretty cool. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if your name is Prometheus, goodbye.